American English Grammar Review with Bill Green 54. Express manners, politeness, ability, possibility, permission, or obligation. A modal verb is always used in conjunction with at least one other verb. In other words, modal verbs are always used with another verb. A modal verb never stands alone in perfect English. The modal verbs are can, could, will, would, shall, should, may, might, must, and ought. There are more modal verbs used less commonly in today's English. For this grammar review, I'm going to focus in on the uh, modal verbs that I previously mentioned. Have to, want to, need to are also considered modal verbs. That first one, have to. Don't pronounce it like that. The proper pronunciation sounds like it has an F sound in it. Have to. I have to go. I have to work. I have to meet somebody. So don't forget, it's not have. It's have. So the previous examples I just mentioned, have to, want to, need to, are used just the same way as modal verbs. There are very specific uses of each one of these examples. Here are some modal auxiliary verb examples. You'll notice once again that modal verbs are always used with another verb. That's why they're actually called modal auxiliaries because they are always an auxiliary verb in perfect English. In formal English, slang, uh, different phrases, idioms, metaphors, there are no real rules. So in this case though, everyday English, don't forget, modal auxiliary verbs are always used with another verb. Here's a question, can we go now? An answer might be, yes we can, or no we cannot, or no we can't. Remember that the modal auxiliary verb can is often used to express ability. Can you ride a bike? Can you run? Can you sing? Can you dance? So can is very direct and again it's used to often talk about abilities. Could you give me a ride tomorrow? Yes I can or no I cannot or I can't. Now could, can and could are like brother and sister. Can is a little more direct. Could is used less directly, and could is also used for the past, the present, and the future. Can can be used for the past, present, and future also in different ways. Could is a little more polite. Can is a little more direct. Could may not have a very uh, important emphasis. Will you come to the party now? Yes, I will, or sorry, no, I won't. I can't come because I'm 
working. So, hey, will you come, please, please? It will and would are also used as brother and sister for now, the past, the future. And will is quite direct. Yes, I will do that. Or please, will you come right now? Yes. Or would you like to come later? So will is also used to talk about the future. Yes. So will is one of the first modal auxiliary verbs we learn in English when we start talking about the future. Would you come to my party tomorrow? Yes, I will, or no, I won't. In this case, would, again, is less direct, and would is a little more polite. Hey, would you come to my party, please? You see how much more polite that sounds instead of saying, will you come? Hey, would you come to my party tomorrow? Yes, I would love to. Shall we go now? Yes, let's go, or no, let's wait a few minutes. Shall is uh, considered a British English, although Americans use it too. But if it were me, since I speak American English, I try to avoid that word shall. I would probably use the word should. Hey, should we go now? Yes, let's go, or no, let's wait a few minutes. Should we go to the beach tomorrow? Yes, let's do it. Now, in this case, should is used to talk about the future. And again, it's less direct, a little more polite, maybe than shall, although shall is very polite as well. Shall we go? Should we go? They both work. It's uh, just that in English today, shall is used less than should. May I get your coat? Yes, that would be very nice. May, I love this modal auxiliary verb. May is at the very top of the list for politeness. So listen again. Uh, may I get your coat? Yes, that would be very nice. Thank you. We might go to the beach tomorrow. Oh boy, I would love that. May and might are also brother and sister. Now we may go tomorrow, we might go tomorrow. There's no difference in that statement at all. They're both used in other ways as well. We ought to see the doctor this afternoon. Okay, I agree. If it were me, I would probably use should here. Ah, we should see the doctor this afternoon or have to. Remember that modal verbs are never followed by the word to. Do not confuse ought to. Ought to is actually a phrase and we use it commonly in English, but remember that most modal verbs are never followed by the preposition or adverb to. So in this case, we ought to go, we ought to see, we ought to buy, something like that. I would never say we would to, we could to, we can to, we will to. Do not do that. It's very common for students to do that, often because they forget the grammar rules when they study again, something like that. But just remember, the only modal auxiliary verb we can use to after is the word ought. 
Must we go to the doctor now? Yes, we must go now. Must is also one of those words that we do use in American English, although British English, it is more common. Uh, must we go or do we have to go? I might use have to because I am an American English speaker. Uh, must we go is probably a little more British English. So you have different variants here. They're both okay. Uh, one favors uh, British, one favors American English. Here are some examples of want to, need to, have to. Now let's compare would you like to, do you want. Students at the earliest stages of English often use the, the verb do. Uh, hey, do you want some pizza? That would be a very simple, simple question. And it would be very common for elementary students. It might also be informal or slang. Hey, man, do you want some pizza? That might be also very good English in an informal way. Hey, would you like some pizza? That might be a little more formal or certainly more polite. So advanced speakers of English might use would you like. Hey, would you like some more pizza? Or someone that is just learning English at the elementary pre-intermediate stage might say, hey, do you want some pizza? Remember that intonation, the way that you say things also is very important when offering or asking for something. So here's an example. Hey, do you want to see a movie tonight? Yes, I'd like to. Something like that. Or I could say, hey, would you like to see a movie tonight? So I can do that both ways. Just remember, if you're going to use the verb do, uh, make sure that your intonation is such that it's less direct and a little more polite. Must you work? This is probably a little more British. Hey, do you need to work? That's probably a little more American English, and they both mean exactly the same thing. Okay, here's an example. Hey, do you need to work tomorrow? No, I'm taking the day off. This is about an obligation, yes? Hey, do you need to work tomorrow? I could say, must you work tomorrow? Those both work. Again, must favors British English. Do you need to? Maybe, do you have to? Would be American English. Here's another example of must you meet or do you have to? Again, must you or do you have to have the same meaning. Do you have to meet with your boss this afternoon? Unfortunately, yeah. That would be informal too, wouldn't it? Unfortunately, yes, I do. Hey, do you have to meet with your boss this afternoon? I could ask the question with do you have to or hey, must you? Must you meet with your boss? Again, do you have to is American. Must is more British. Have fun with modal auxiliary verbs. Just remember that intonation is also very important when making offers or in agreement. When you're using modal verbs, please just remember that intonation plays a very important role in the way that you communicate with others. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. American English Grammar Review with Bill Green 54.